Welcome to the New School of Marketing podcast, the place for smart, simple strategies that will amplify your business results. Sharing practical tips, insider knowledge and actionable advice because marketing is something that every business owner can do. Now, let's get started. Introducing your host, Bianca McKenzie, mum, lover of snow sports, camping, horse riding and in-demand launch strategist and Facebook advertising knowledge bank. Welcome to the new School of Marketing podcast. Wow. Oh my God. This is the last episode of the year. And I want to say a big thank you to everyone who has tuned in this year. I really love creating this content for you. And I hope that it has been helpful for you in your marketing journey. And if you're new here, welcome. And I hope my insight tips and tricks and interviews with amazing people will help you on your journey too. As we wrap up the year, I'm going to make a bold move and try to predict what will happen in 2022 in terms of marketing. So last week, I already gave some insights into what you should be doing to have marketing success in 2022. And this episode kind of continues on from that in a way. Well, I don't actually have a crystal ball. Would be awesome if I did. But looking at the year we've just had and the changes that are happening in the digital world, I think these predictions will be fairly accurate. So it's literally like I'm trying to guess based on what we're seeing already. So let's dive in. Number one, we are going back to basics. And I already spoke about this in the previous episode, but connecting with your audience, having laser targeted messaging building relationships and trust are all going to be vital for anyone moving forward. Gone are the days of funnel hacking and basically pouring cash into Facebook ads to see a return. We're basically going back to basics and back to human connection. So your foundational strategy needs to focus on connecting with your audience and building trust. And I think that the genuine people are really going to stand out. You're going to be able to see who's in it for some quick cash and who's really in it to serve their audience. And, yeah, if you focus on standing out by being genuine, you'll see a return. That's it from my side. That's what I think is going to happen, and we're seeing that already. Um, Number two, videos, stories, and reels are the content moving forward. In in the previous episode, I also mentioned that you need a content strategy, like have a really well thought out content strategy. And for the past few months, we've basically seen an uptake in video content because like there was TikTok and then Reels came out. So Reels, Stories and Videos are the way to go. It's a relatively easy and cheap way to connect with your audience because that video content really focuses on that connection people can see you they're not just like reading something that you created they are seeing you they're connecting with you I know it seems a bit one way but that is the way it's going and I know some people don't want to create video content or they're not really into dancing on a reel or pointing at the screen but there are other ways that you can create video content and you don't necessarily have to be on your reel to make video content. So you don't have to do any dancing or pointing if that's not what you want to do. Um, I really encourage you to look into video content 
And it doesn't need to be pro either. That's the thing. User-generated content, whether it's you creating content or your audience, um, your buyers, it is like it doesn't need to be pro. It could it could literally be shot on an iPhone. And it probably should be because that like that kind of adds to the genuine factor. So videos are really being pushed in the newsfeed because Facebook is going in this direction right now. Actually, they've been for a, for a few years. It's just like the video type of format keeps changing. So reels and stories are actually seeing a change. Some accounts can now make longer videos in stories and in reels. And Facebook ads introduced a reels placement last year. So you can make your content go further and further. So we actually as ads managers have been waiting for the reels placement because it is a big space and we want to be able to advertise in there as well. So video content is the thing moving forward. Number three is basic lead generation funnels are coming back. So when I first started managing ads, a lot of the funnels were quite simple. It's actually, it's a long time ago now. (laughs) Um, So we drove traffic and conversion ads to a PDF opt-in that people downloaded and then the nurturing would begin. And over the past few years, it's kind of been taken over by webinars and challenges, but now we're starting to sort of change back. Why? Well, simply because webinar ads are starting to become very expensive in many industries. If you're not affected by it yet, definitely keep going. Obviously, if it's working, you don't need to make any changes. But I'm seeing this for a lot of my clients. Webinar ads are getting really expensive. So we've needed to change and in a way change back because we can often get cheaper leads with a download and a PDF instead of webinar ads. And it doesn't mean that you can simply create a PDF and start raking in the leads. Like I'm not saying that we need to go back to when I started managing ads, you know, seven years ago, because back then a simple checklist could do it. And checklists can still be incredibly valuable, but you really need to focus on who is your ideal client, what do they need and want right now, And your lead magnet must be insanely valuable and your messaging must be spot on for you to attract attract your ideal clients. Like you can't just create like a simple PDF and think that that's going to just bring you a flood of clients. Um, With the PDF downloads, what we do see is that sometimes the lead quality is lower because it is a simple kind of opt-in. So that's why I'm saying it needs to be insanely valuable and your messaging needs to be spot on. Otherwise, you'll get those lower quality leads. So, yes, we're going back to basics, but we need to step it up a notch. Um, for Actually, for a number of my clients, we're testing two-step funnels, which involves a PDF lead magnet first, And then we focus on nurturing and building a connection with the audience before we invite them to a webinar. So it's kind of like they sign up for the download and then they get invited to the webinar. So it's not like webinars are not working anymore. I'm definitely not saying that because webinars are incredible for converting. It's just that the lead costs for webinars are getting expensive on Facebook. So we've had to make some changes. 
So I suggest that if your lead costs are up, that you look at your funnel and reevaluate what's working and what isn't. And is there another way you can grow your list and then build connection? Or is there a way to simplify your lead gen funnel? So back to basics in terms of lead generation funnels. Number four is that Facebook will improve tracking and attribution. They are hard at work to improve it, especially after the Apple um, iOS introductions and the ability of opting out of tracking because a lot of people have opted out of tracking. So right now, the data in Facebook Ad Manager is very off. <laughs> like it's never been 100% accurate, but now it's all over the shop. There's a delay in tracking, plus they're using statistical modeling, which is basically that they're guessing by looking at the data that they've received. So it's an absolute nightmare for someone like me, but things are slowly improving. And things will never go back to how they were and privacy laws and things will, like they'll be forever changing. But I think Facebook's engineers are working on new ways to improve tracking and attribution. And it's probably still going to be based on statistical modeling, but hopefully in a better way. So I'm hoping that we get somewhat more data accuracy back and some better tracking. I know that they're working on it, so we'll have to wait and see. Number five is new things coming with Meta. And to be honest, I'm not sure what we can expect here, but with the rebrand to Meta, Meta, whatever, <laughs> Meta, I think it is, we can expect some changes. Um, to be honest, my mind can't quite comprehend the virtual reality that Zuckerberg is promoting, so we'll just have to wait and see with this one. But I think new things will be coming and things will be changing. So we'll see what happens in 2022 with that. Number six, one-on-one -on -one interaction with your audience is making a comeback. So having one-on-one -on -one conversations is coming back, especially for high-ticket programs and offers. And when I say one-on-one -on -one conversations, sometimes we can get some automation help. So for a while, ManyChat was the thing, and then it dropped off a bit. But they've made some changes, and it's coming back again. So many chat, like I know, like it sounds one-to-one, like -one. obviously it's many chats, so you can chat to many, but it's it's a way that you can formulate messaging um, and have that closer connection with your audience. And the other option is DMs and Instagram. So I'm seeing great results for clients that use DMs or messengers, messenger um, things in Facebook. So People buy from people and it's more true now than it ever was. So messaging and inviting people on conversations with you in your DMs or in your Facebook Messenger is making a comeback. And I don't think it should be your core strategy, but it could really supplement your overall strategy, especially if you're doing high-ticket items. So... It shouldn't be open for everyone, but at some point in your sales process, I think it could really pay off to have the one-on-one -on -one interaction. And it's not new. Um, I had a client probably five years ago now. And I was <laughs> ago, you know, before my daughter was born. So it was probably about five years ago. And yes, we 
had a messenger strategy for anyone who got to the sales page and then had questions because yes you can put as much information on a sales page as possible people still will have questions or want to connect one-on-one to ask if it is actually right for them so if you have a high ticket offer um, or sort of you know it's completely up to you you don't want to have thousands of people messaging you gets quite hard to keep up with but I think it has an like a place in your strategy that you can have that connection so one-on-one interaction making comeback number seven changes for low ticket funnels so we're actually seeing that low ticket funnels are struggling to be profitable and although I generally don't work with businesses that have an offer under $1,000, some of my clients have low-ticket funnels that lead into their high-ticket items. So it's kind of like a little bit different. So right now, anyone with an offer of less than $500 is starting to see changes that aren't very positive. So lead generation is getting more expensive, which means that their funnels are becoming less profitable. And especially if you think about all the business expenses, that aren't necessarily related to Facebook ads. So if you have a low ticket funnel and you are relying on Facebook ads to bring, you know, to pay your bills, then you might need to have a look at that. You might need to make some changes because it is, it's just getting more expensive and then your funnel gets less profitable. And SLO funnels, so self-liquidating offers or like or the tiny offer funnels that you see, they're also going to change, I believe, because they're no longer viable to bring in a profit. A lot of them already didn't and were used as lead generation tools. So I think that a lot of them will now be used as lead generation tools because they are excellent lead generation tools. And the way to see them is that they basically offset your ad spend and potentially lead into clients for your high ticket offer. So if you are using SLO funnels or tiny offers, I think keep an eye on your spend, on your ad spend. You might need to pivot and, and, you know, create a higher ticket offer if it is the way that you had been, in a way, paying yourself. So it takes time to make your money back and some people don't have that time. And with ad costs being up, your conversion would need to be really high or your funnel would not be viable. So if you make zero changes and the ad ad costs keep going up, your funnel is not going to be viable after a while. So just keep that in mind. That said, you do need leads and ads are the fastest way to grow your leads, but you need a solid strategy to make your money back. And you may need to put your prices up or you may need to have a follow-up offer that is high ticket. So sit back look at your funnel again, things are changing. And look, this is the way it always goes in business. We can ride a wave for a while, but things change all the time. It's very frustrating because if you found something that works and then obviously all of a sudden it's not working anymore, it's frustrating. But that is the way of business. We need to keep changing with everything else that's changing. All right, number eight, Build relationships with affiliate businesses. So affiliate marketing has been around for a while and I think it's one strategy that could really work for you in 2020. 
And I don't necessarily mean affiliate marketing in the traditional sense, but more in a way that a lot of product-based businesses are using it. So what I think could really work in 2020 is to build a few very strategic relationships with other business owners or digital influencers and pay them for endorsing your program or inviting their audience to join your webinar. So in a way, it's the same as traditional affiliate marketing as we know it, but I think we could see some changes there that could help expand your audience and the way you build relationships with your audience. So rather than using it as a traditional affiliate marketing, it might become a hybrid of affiliate marketing and influencer marketing as the product space um, product-based business space is working with. So I don't know, <laughs> I haven't fleshed this one out completely, but I could totally see that um, working really well because affiliate marketing has worked really well for a long time and it works really well um, for a number of businesses. So why not take that up a notch and look at the product space, product-based business space and see if we can work something like that for digital businesses. So, I don't know, really interesting. Lots of changes coming, but at the same time, lots of things are staying the same in terms of what we've already seen happening in 2021. Um, Like I'm not making any of this up. I'm not basically just guessing what's going to happen. I've been paying attention this year and seeing what's happening and what direction we're going. So that's where my thoughts and thinking are coming from. Um, I think the biggest focus is going to be on back to basics, making sure that you're focusing on community, on connections, and having an offer that is genuinely needed and wanted. And your messaging is going to be vital and nurturing your audience will help you with your sales. So I really feel like it is like going back to basics, even digging to, you know, um, the, the early years of marketing. I think it's the what is it, the the spice store and like everyone knew everyone. I, I, it's really interesting because I've, I've moved to Tasmania this year and I feel like things are done slightly more old school. People do know people and, and that is how some business is still done here. So I think it's going back to basics like that on online. It's like, you know, it's not the mass messaging. It is the one-on-one connection. So with that, it's a wrap for the year. I'm taking some time off to spend with my family and I'm sure our paths will cross again in 2022. So take care, enjoy your holidays and here's to growing your business. That is it. I hope it was helpful and I can't wait to share more marketing tips with you in the new year. If you're ready to take your business to the next level with Facebook and Instagram advertising, make sure you visit newschoolofmarketing.com to download practical free resources, plus subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. I can't wait to go on this journey with you. Until next time, take care and market your business every day.